Beyond the Message podcast. Hey, it is great to have you here listening today. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience. And really, my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow in your faith all throughout the week. Now, today I sit down with Chris Pollock and we unpack You've Got Style Part 3. And we're talking about reading the Bible in your style. And we want to help you leverage your style, which we've been talking about in the last two episodes, to help you engage with the Bible. Today, we want to give you really practical application tips that can ensure the message of the Bible will dwell richly in you. Well, Chris, it sounds like it's a perfect day for podcasting. It is a perfect day for podcasting. <laughs> Your voice, you sound great, Chris. Yeah, my voice is, um, <clears throat> I, was watching, I was watching a big football game this morning and I got a little too excited. Yes. And uh, as a result, I no longer have a voice. <laughs> and paired with a little bit of man flu. And, uh, and a little bit of man flu. Yeah. And we know how devastating that can be for those of us that are men <laughs> and don't have a high, a high tolerance for pain. So, yes. yeah. It's true. And um, Chris, I mentioned this before we started recording, but, mm. um, you know, I've been taking on this whole style thing, um, you know, learning how to operate within my style. And I'm, I'm podcasting within my style. Now, last week we talked about praying in our style. This week we're talking about Bible reading or reading the Bible in our style. And today I am podcasting just in nature. Now I'm, I'm inside, but I can see a lot of good nature. And this your is just view amazing. looked fantastic. Uh, it is nice wonderful. It is wonderful. Um, have a good view of Mount Coolum and some other great things on the sunny coast. So, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling it. This this series is speaking to me on a lot of different levels. That's what we like. That's what yeah. we like. I'm really excited about this episode. And I think my encouragement for anyone listening is to, to listen to part one and two. Um, I think at any point, really, you could kind of jump in and out of our podcast and it would make sense. But I, I really want to encourage you, if you haven't checked out part one or part two, both of the podcasts and also of our Beyond at Home series, um, go and do that because it's kind of really foundational um, you know, foundational concepts that we've talked about that will really help us. So we're going to be quite um, short and snappy today. Because our last podcast, Chris, went went about twenty minutes overtime, so we're gonna we'll compensate there by just giving a really short, quick fire podcast today. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to learn more, honestly, just go back a few episodes. But today, Chris, we're talking about reading the Bible and particularly mm. in the style or the way that will speak to us the best. And I want to open today by just asking, like, why do we struggle to read the Bible so much? Because it feels like a universal Christian thing. Um, that particularly in the people you know I hang out with, it's just something that is is actually quite difficult to do, or it's hard to get in a good routine of. Yeah, and before I answer that question, I think I'd just flag as well, like you said, I think this series, you know, the whole goal of this podcast is to help you leverage the 167 hours outside Sunday, and particularly like last week and this week, like prayer and Bible reading. Um, that's one of the easiest ways you can leverage the 167 hours to kind of help you follow Jesus. Um, but yeah, why do we struggle to read the Bible? Well, there's two, for me, I would say there's kind of two general things. There's people could come up with more, people could come up with less, but I would say there's generally two. Um, one is that, you know, if you're new to faith or even if you're a Christian, you kind of open the Bible up and you just kind of treat it as one book. And, and the reality is the Bible is, is not a book. It's, it's much more of a library. It's, it's 66 documents. Um, and they cover a whole bunch of different genres. You know, there's not really a document like this anywhere else in the world. You know, there's, 
there's history in there, there's poetry in there, there's prophecy in there, there's biographical accounts in there, um, there's letters from individuals that they wrote to churches, um, and there's also uh, apocalyptic literature in there. So it's this kind of whole broad gamut. And I think if, particularly if you're new to the Bible, it can just be a daunting thing to try and figure out, like, you know, because you don't, particularly if you didn't grow up in church, you're not going to know where you're jumping in. Um, so I think if you're new to faith, that can be a really big challenge. And I think if you are a Christian um, or you've been a Christian for a while and you struggle, one of the big reasons that we struggle is because we we kind of miss the miss the goal of what reading the Bible is about. And often we'll kind of go and we'll think, oh, you know, like I'm my goal is to read for information or my goal is to get on a streak on the version app or my goal is to read it every day. And, you know, is it helpful to read it every day? Yes. Is it helpful to have a consistent habit? Yes, of course it is. But, but that's actually not the goal. Um, the goal of scripture is transformation. And I think if we, we thought about this in this way, like, hey, it's spending time with Jesus. And when we spend time with Jesus, we, we, have, we transform our lives and we transform the way that we live. And so I think if we thought that way, I think we would be much more regular and we would be much more frequent in, in our engagement with scripture. Yeah, that's really clear and simple. I like that there, Chris. And I guess today we're talking about how we can then read the Bible in a style that's going to work for us. So yeah. I guess the first hurdle to get over is I think we've just got to acknowledge it's a good thing to do. It's a really great place to start. It's a lot of foundational things about faith. We learn a lot. We can be transformed by it. Um, how do we begin to then tr- um, to read the Bible, read the scripture, engage with it in a way or a style that's actually going to work for me? Yeah. Well, I think before we get to like breaking down each of the individual styles, I think first of all is to figure out your style. So if you haven't figured out your style yet, go and take the uh, the assessment. Super free, super easy to do it. We've been hammering on about it throughout this um, conversation that we've been having. Go on and figure out what your style is. Um, but the, then the second thing I think is, um, and uh, Jason, who spoke at our in-person experiences, uh, kind of had this idea that, you know, read it smaller and slower, read it smaller and slower. So regardless of whatever style you have, I think the first place to start is smaller and slower. And here's why I would say that is because it is about transformation. And so when it becomes about transformation, if my goal is simply to just spend time with Jesus, then I shouldn't worry if I missed yesterday and I shouldn't feel bad about it because, hey, I just want to spend time with Jesus. And so whether I read two chapters or whether I read a sentence or whether I read 10 chapters is kind of irrelevant because that's not the goal. Um, and so I would say something really practical I found, and, and Lockie, you'll probably jump on this. Uh, if anyone's read Atomic Habits um, by James Clear, he kind of suggests this thing called the two-minute rule, which means if you want to start this kind of habit, start with two minutes, two minutes every single day. Just And you could go even less than two minutes. You could go a minute. Hey, I'm just going to read and begin to, in my style, for a minute. And the reason is, is because if we're reading for transformation, we want to be people who set ourselves up for transformation, right? And you can apply this habit to any other area of your life, but particularly when it comes to reading the Bible, often we think, oh my goodness, I've got to read it for half an hour. That may or may not be your style, but if that's the goal you think, then first of all, you have to be someone who shows up to read it for a minute then to be someone who reads it for two minutes and three minutes. And so I would just say, 
just set a timer on your phone for two minutes every day and just start there, start there for a week and begin to read the Bible that way. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think that's such a good place to start. And um, yeah, you'd rather be someone that does that in the long term than kind of commits to an hour a day and lasts maybe a week uh, in total. So I think that's a really great, great perspective to look at it from. And then Chris, do you mind if we, um, you know, maybe we can combine uh, looking at the styles and then mm. just some really simple ways in which we could actually begin to do that. So um, look out here at, you know, for your styles here, hopefully you know what they are. Maybe you've got two or three ones that you resonate with and just begin to think of the, um, the examples that we give along the way. And, and hopefully you can begin to trial some of these. Yeah. So like, again, the naturalist is, is pretty good luck. You're in a great position where you're at to be the naturalist is just to read the Bible um, when you're outside or um, when you're looking outside at nature. Um, for me, I like to sit by my window, you know, um, sometimes uh, just, just so I can see outside. I don't always go for walks or anything like that, but sometimes just seeing outside is helpful um, for the sensei. You know, if you connect with God through your senses, a really good one for that is actually to, um, listen to the Bible app, have it read to you. Sometimes that's really a good way of engaging the senses or lighting a candle while you read the Bible, just a good way to engage the senses. The traditionalist is one where you could just kind of figure out, Hey, what's the liturgical calendar for the year? And then you might like to read the scripture passages associated with that liturgical calendar, or maybe you want to hang out in the books of scripture that line up with that liturgical calendar. If you're an aesthetic. You don't know what a liturgical calendar is. You're not a traditionalist. You're not a traditionalist if you don't know what a liturgical. That's a great observation. If you're asking that question, yeah. Don't worry about it. If you're an ascetic, um, perhaps for you, one of, the, one of the best ways just to connect with God is to either get up really early or stay up a little bit later and read your Bible because you just like it quiet. And you don't want any interruptions. So that's a great way to engage with scripture in silence or get some noise canceling headphones. So yeah. if you to get, if you're not a morning person, get the noise canceling headphones. I think the new iOS app even has like, they can play blue nor uh, not blue noise, white noise. Yes. I don't even know what blue noise is. Blue light. I think you're talking about white noise. Go. Thank you for covering up for that one for me. <laughs> that's great. Um, if you're an activist, one of the ways you can engage is just, to simply read like, hey, what does God think about orphans? Or what does God think about the poor? Or what does God think about? So the thing, those causes that are close to your heart, um, discover what God has to say about them through scripture, um, which is really, really important to make sure that you understand what God has. The caregiver, uh, one of the ways for the caregiver is that you can just pray scripture um, while you're thinking about others, or you can actually see, hey, what does scripture actually say about serving? What does it talk about? You know, when Paul talks about the body of Christ, what does that mean? Um, if you're an enthusiast, I love this one. Um, the enthusiasts, of course, you know, love God through um, mystery and celebration. It's just simply, hey, you know, um, <clears throat> pick a worship song that's your favorite worship song, and then kind of dive into what scripture has to say about that worship song or dive in what's a particular line that you found that sticks in your mind and explore what scripture has to say about that. Uh, for the contemplative, maybe for you, it's uh, saying a breath prayer um, using scripture as a breath prayer. So one of the, one of the great examples of a breath prayer is Luke 1 um, 46, where it says my soul glorifies the Lord um, or Psalm 62 one that says my soul finds rest in God alone and just using a particular passage of scripture to recenter yourself over and over and over again. 
And then another one, um, the final one is the intellectuals and, and we love the intellectuals and that might be reading um, a passage of scripture and then going on something like the Bible project to watch a YouTube video about that particular book that you're reading. So you get a bigger overview of the book that you're in for the intellectual. So hopefully those are some ways that you can kind of trial and explore your different styles this week as you, as you read scripture. Yeah, I think as well, like just reiterating the best way to trial it is to trial it. Like it's, there's no, um, there's no rocket science about this. It's like to give it a go and you might, you know, you might go, Oh, I, I like this bit. Didn't like that. Or you might think, it might be love being outside, but then you go to a crowded place and you realize, oh, I need a bit more quiet. Like just to tweak it, just to make some observations and go, oh, what can I do it? I like what you said about blocking out some time. Maybe you do need half an hour or maybe you're on the fly kind of guy and you can get it done in two minutes. And that then is something that you think about for the next hour. Whereas I know for me, it's it's got to be half an hour quiet time. Um, and I think that's just, you just get to that point by by giving it a go and, and trialing it out. And I think like one, one of the ways I would kind of describe it is it's kind of like almost like figuring out what your favorite menu items are. You know, I, I am someone and I'm so bad at this. Okay. You can ask my wife and you can name pretty much any restaurant that I go to. And my <laughs> wife will tell you exactly what I get. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I think some of the negative, the big negative with that is, is I don't try any foods. And I think our approach when it comes to reading this, if you're new to figuring it out or you're not really sure what your style is, you got to figure it out. Just order off every part of the menu until you figure something out and find something that, hey, works for you. And it might work for a while and then you kind of need to tweak it again. So this is a constant process. So you just don't nail it once and it's perfect. You'll be constantly tweaking this throughout your life. Yeah, that's so cool. And I just want to finish, Chris, today by, um, by talking about this idea of like letting the scripture kind of dwell in us and like live in us because we talked about, um, this idea of a sponge, both in our in-person environment on the weekend, also online. And the idea is that um, when we're squeezed, um, what will what is inside of us will come out of us. And I guess our invitation here is that we want to have scripture inside of us. We want to have God, his, his truth and his word living inside of us so that when life hits us or, you know, something happens, we can actually be, you know, full of, of scripture, full of, of who God is and that will come out of us. And so I guess... Chris, I just want to get your perspective. Like, what, what does it look like? How do we get to that point where we're just living and breathing scripture? And I'm not talking about, like, you know, that's the only thing we read or then listen to, but how do we get to a point where that's just what is, that's just what's in us and, and that's what comes out of us in, in any sort of situation? Yeah, I think what Perko kind of shared on the weekend was super helpful. You know, that idea of smaller and slower, smaller and slower. Um, I, I don't know about you, Locke, but I just, I'm not able to, focus on 15 things at once. And so the the thing that I, I often do is, is I will just pick a book or pick a passage um, that I want to focus on. And I'll just say that over and over and over. And I might be like, hey, for this month, I'm going to focus on this passage. For these next two months, I'm going to focus on this passage or whatever. And uh, that might have to do with forgiveness. Uh, that might have to do with <clears throat> having conversations with people. It might have to be with patience or gentleness or kindness, you know, any one of those. And so I think if you kind of meditate on that and you're just reminding yourself and reading it every single day, then all of a sudden um, it just becomes a little bit second nature. And Perko actually said, it's funny Perko said that because um, he shared a, a passage in scripture of James, you know, be, be quick to listen and slow to speak. 
And Emma and I, a couple of years ago, listened to a series um, that uh, Andy Stanley did called Me and My Big Mouth. And, and we've done it at Beyond. We've done that series at Beyond. And for ages, we were just repeating in our heads, quick to listen, slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak. And so I think when you apply it, scripture to your life, that's when it comes out of you. Um, because it's only in those moments when there's tension or when there's stress that it's going to come out of you. So you've got to be applying it to your life in a, in a, in a um, regular way. Yeah, that's it. And I like how Perko opened up with just this idea that, yeah, scripture is meant to be applied. It's meant to be transformative. It's not just this thing we read just because we're meant to. Um, I think the, the fun journey of, of Christianity is like, is letting it just impact all areas of your life. And it can't, it can't impact all areas at once. And that's the awesome thing about um, there's no end point to this. Like it'll just, there'll be continually next thing. And God has a funny way of just working on, like God doesn't want to work on 20 things with us at one time. He's pretty keen on us just focusing on one or two things. And, um, you know, he doesn't like to overload and overwhelm us, but he's, he's really willing to just walk beside us, give us a few things and, and really help us along the way. And um, I don't know, that's just been big in my life and, and God's been good to me. And I think as well for, for Christians, I think it's almost like when we, when we get to the Bible, for those of you who have been Christians for a while, we get to the Bible and we think, I'm going to read it to see what I can learn. Yet for a lot of us, I mean, I don't know about you, Locke, but I know for me, when I follow people on Instagram or when I watch YouTube videos, I'm always looking at their life and being, what can I, how can I apply, like figure out what they're doing and apply it to my life? And I think um, kind of what Perko said is going to be so helpful. If you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you're reading the Gospels. Don't just read it for information. Read it to kind of go to ask, how did Jesus behave towards people who didn't think like him? And how did Jesus forgive people? And actually look at Jesus and go, what does he do? And then do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I reckon we can finish there, Chris. It's a great place to end. A really great place. Um, Thank you so much for jumping on. And I really hope that anyone listening, you know, today will will begin to um, leverage their style to engage with the Bible, this this library as you said chris this um fascinating document but with so much gold so much goodness and and something that's really life-giving so i hope everyone can read the bible this week start slow even if it's um, two minutes a day look at those that bible app look at lexio 365 as we talked about on the weekend Um, but we really hope you can begin to um to trial reading the bible engaging with with scripture in a style that works for you so chris we'll see you in a couple weeks i look forward to that um but thank you so much for jumping on today See you guys.